This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Small Biz America. The brain. Increase profitability in your business? Make more money? That sounds like a damn good idea. Author and thought leader Chris Weiser says we can leverage technology to do these things. His book, The Tech Multiplier, published on Celebrity Press, includes a collection of unique perspectives from a full range of celebrity experts, as they call them. Let's get a sneak preview of how the experts frame the application of technology in business. Joining us on the line from Tech Squad IT headquarters in Milwaukee is author, speaker, and thought leader, the IT guy, Chris Weiser. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey there, David. How are you today? Excellent. Great to have you. So let's start from the beginning. Why did you write the book? Well, you know, I have a, I have a lot of, uh, lot of stuff in my head, I think. And, and as, as business grows and as I evolve myself and my business and all the different things, it's one of my things I really enjoy doing. One of my passions is to really try and help other people and to try and brain dump, for lack of a better term, as many things as I can. So that's actually book number two. Uh, this one just happened to be a hardcover and, and got picked up by a real publisher, which is kind of cool. But um, try and get as many things out of my head and to, to help my fellow entrepreneur as much as I can. That's, that's really the whole point of it. Sure. And in terms of process, Chris, you assembled this, uh, the celebrity experts to help you uh, contribute content to it. How did you select the folks that uh, got involved in the fold of all of this? Yeah, it's, it's actually, it was a pretty interesting process. So a lot of these people I actually know personally, and uh, I am in a peer group, and, and that's that's a really good point for business owners that are out there now. Right. Uh, one of my biggest strengths is, is peer groups and really working with my peers, not necessarily competitors per se, because you can have a peer group from all over the place. And uh, almost all of these people that I've assembled have been uh, national, a couple international people that uh, are thought leaders themselves, different different values to the table, and uh, kind of selected each one of them from their each one of their strengths and some of their values and, and personality differences too. Yeah. So it's, it's putting those good those different people together to try and bring out a, a central focus of how can we actually use technology to make our businesses and our lives better. Now, Chris, there is quite a bit of content and what I'd call a mosaic coming into the book. But from the broadest perspective, what do many business owners just simply not get about how to hire an IT consultant and uh, and beyond that, how to make technology work in their business? This is the, of course, $64 billion question. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I, I think one of the biggest things that we see here on a daily basis is the transition from business as a small business 
And in the early two, early and mid two thousands, seems weird to even say that now. But even <laughs> in the early to mid two thousands that we've just come out of, technology wasn't crucial for your company. There were still companies, you know, in. 2000, 2001, even through 2005, maybe even now, but there's still some that were doing all that stuff on paper. Yeah. And now you think about running your company or running anything in 2014 without technology, without some type of infrastructure to run your company, that's one piece of it. And then it's actually taking your company from small, you know, even if it's five to 10 people, you cannot run a 10 person company these days without some type of a technology plan or a technology goal set. And uh, as that grows and as you get more and more people and as you get more, you need to be able to leverage that technology to be, to be profitable. I think with, uh, with all of the financial issues our country and, and the, the world has seen in the last couple of years here, it's really important to, you know, with margins being razor thin and we, we have to leverage that technology to be as efficient as possible. And that's really a lot of where it comes from. Now, in the tech multiplier, there were several chapters that sort of popped out at me, so I thought it'd be cool to kind of dig a little deeper in each of these. Uh, sure. One is called Align Your Network With Your Goals. So this is kind of a right-sizing kind of thing. Uh, what does it look like mm-hmm. when a network is misaligned for a company? Well, uh, there's, a, there's a couple things, and I think it's usually that it's misaligned on the, on the underside far more than it's people going and, and you know, how many people do you know are spending $100,000 on a server infrastructure for four people? You know, that's pretty, yeah. pretty rare. Yeah. But it's usually they get to 30 or 40 or 50 people and they still have the $5,000 a year IT budget. And it's really important to be able to look at the things you're wanting to do with your company and constantly having an IT plan. You can't do anything without a plan in today's world. You know, if you want to go lose weight, um, I really recently lost like 20, just just over 20 pounds. Wow. That is a and lot of weight, I, by the way. I, I know that from personal yeah, well, experience. I'm, I'm not that big of a guy. It was just a matter of I was a little chubby. I'm, yeah. I'm 175 now. Right. Um, but I was, you know, pushing 200 at uh, my peak and I'm 5'11", yeah. so I'm not a big guy. Yeah. But um, I had to set up and do a plan to do this, and I changed. It was actually it wasn't a whole lot of exercise. It was a lot more changing my diet lifestyle, changing how I eat. I did that with a plan. My wife and I sat down and we did that. And the same is true with technology. You need to make sure that, you know, where do you want end goal? Do you want to have a sales process that is driven by marketing and driven by sales? And, and how do you get to those things? Do you put a tool in like Salesforce? Uh, are you still using, there's a lot of people out there still using spreadsheets to drive their inventory. Right. So it's things like that that you have to try and do to where you need a technology professional to sit down and do the things to help you plan properly so you can execute and then let that plan drive your growth. And you can't be afraid to spend a little bit of money on IT because that's, if you've ever been around a company that had either lost data or had a server go down, their world stops. Yeah, psychologically, it used to be kind of an appendage, and now what I think part of what you're saying from the early 2000s into the present is that it's really become fundamental. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's become such a, you know, it's, it's moved away from being a commodity to being an absolute necessity in business. There you go. And one, one quiz question we kind of give people on, a, on our qualifying entry is how important is technology to you? And they're like, well, you know, it's, I'd say it's a six or seven. Okay. If I was to take your server and walk out of the building right now, what would it do to your company? And 99% right. of them are like, it would shut me down. Right. And if you take that and compare it to even your top performer, Whoever that is in your world, I, I have my top performer in my world. That is my sales, my main sales executive. If he walked out of the door for two weeks, this business still runs. It will still function. We will not have the pipeline that we would want or the closes maybe that we want, but 
I can survive. But if you walk out the door with all of my technology, even if you're the technology company, I will be shut down. So that's, that's things to remember. Using technology to manufacture time and print money. Another chapter heading, and uh, love that one. Is this really about applying automation, or is there more to it? It's a little bit of applying automation. I think it has a lot more to do with taking technology and utilizing it in the sales and marketing world than it and then applying that towards your company. We are we are a, what's considered a managed service provider, an, an IT outsourced firm here in my main company, TechSquad IT. We are technically a sales and marketing company that does IT services because we use technology to drive marketing and drive sales as much as we can. And I'm very confident to use some tech. You could pretty much give me just about any product in today's world and using the same strategies and the technology we're using here I can put that and make it very applicable to just about any problem. That's very cool. And, and, we have, yeah. the same, and have the same success. Yeah. yeah. So it's really the world you live in, you're applying it to whether it's lead generation, expansion of the business. It's a sales and marketing function. Bring more customers or clients through the door in some way. Yep, absolutely. That's and, beautiful. And it's really, and there's so many things you can do with it. And where we have, you know, being technology guys have the advantage now is all of our competitors. I don't, I don't even want to say competitors in my space because my space is pretty good, but I'm pretty lucky because being in the technology world, well, the forefront of the internet and all those things that are driving social media and internet and email marketing and Google AdWords and all these different marketing and sales lead generation types are all being driven by that technology bug. Pros and cons of moving to the cloud. Now, the cloud is something that, you know, it's sort of been this transition of late, or maybe not so late for you guys like you that are close to it. But talk to us about how, how you frame the cloud. Well, and, and you're spot on with that. It's, it's funny because the cloud is a new term. But uh, in reality, we've been working out of the cloud for 10 years or right. possibly more, you know, probably right. since 2000. Um, I've had, you know, it's funny because when I was, I had my very first company that I started in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a gaming server that was a cloud gaming server running in my office. Yeah. And, you know, you go all the way back to that. But really, the whole point of the cloud is is to take some type of the technology that you currently use that you're reliant on a piece of unit in your office usually. You know, let's just take your email, for example. Um, a lot of companies, and there's still a bunch today, a lot of companies had either an on-premise server that ran Microsoft Exchange, and we're going to get a little bit techy, but I'll try and keep it uh, keep it not so techy. Um, they ran like Microsoft Exchange, which is a in-your-office email server, mm-hmm. and that has become Office 365 or Hosted Exchange or different other versions of it, which literally is just a version of all the same stuff, but hosted in a data center somewhere. And that's really all the cloud is. I mean, and we use it every day, all of us. Our ATM is a cloud service. Our uh, cell phone is a cloud service. Our smartphone especially is a cloud service. Facebook and all those things on, on that, it's a cloud service. When you talk about the business survival in a Darwinian world, what are we talking about there from your perspective? Well, I think it's, you know, there's, there's definitely, you have to, as, as, a, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, I think in today's world, you have to evolve or you're going to be walked away from. And that's evolving from, and I, and I actually, one of my favorite shows that I watch with my wife is Restaurant Impossible with yeah. Robert Urban on, yeah, the food, on the Food Network, right? Yep, yep, and yep. Uh, I really enjoy that show. And we actually were laying in bed last night kind of before she's a nurse. So right when she got home, she wanted to watch the this week's version, which was on Wednesday night. And uh, so we kind of watched it last night. But one of the people that he was with uh, was this guy that had, he owned his company. 
and he had been managing his business the entire, you know, same way for the last five to 10 years. <laughs> and yeah. everybody around him has just evolved so far past him. Right. And it's a great moral for your question because in that same world, you have to evolve as a business owner. You have to evolve with technology if you want to succeed in business. Yes, you can be status quo. You can actually know you. If you have a decently sized business, you will probably at least tread water for a while, but slowly that stuff is going to die and slowly it's going to run right past you. And at some point there, you're going to have built yourself a job as opposed to building yourself a lifestyle or, and, and I consider true wealth, not necessarily having a ton of money or a business or a job, but it's actually being able to do what you want when you want, which means you don't build yourself a job. It's a holistic equation with freedom, a big part of it. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. The ability to choose. How cool. We're visiting with Chris Weiser. He's the author of The Tech Multiplier, published on Celebrity Press. And uh, Chris, you've got some other news. You were the subject of a bio-channel documentary. Tell us about the IT guy. Yeah, it was a pretty cool uh, little little documentary that we did. I got selected to do this piece, and uh, I think it's just because I talk a lot and people sometimes listen. But uh, <laughs> what we're talking about here has a lot to do with, I think, that the same premise of what the ITI is. Right. It talks about how I've built the company, the culture that we've built here, and, and how that culture has gone from uh, a one-man show, really. I was, I was the IT guy at one point, and we turned it into a multi-million dollar growing, thriving business with a lot of, you know, 20 plus bodies in the building now. Right. Um, even, you know, we're, we're actually about almost double the size that we were at filming of, of the IT guy. Oh, that's movie. amazing. Now, are there certain and, industries uh, that you tend to, to service? Uh, yes and no. I mean, we, we try and, you know, think about who our target market would be uh, going into a manufacturing facility with seven TCs in an office and 75 employees. They're not going to be our target best employee. Not a whole lot different than a a dentist isn't going to go looking after people that don't have teeth. So in, in our world, we're looking at professional services industry and we want a lot of PCs, any, anyone that we can, that really truly needs outsourced IT services. And that can be any size business really from, uh, I think our smallest client is about five users. Um, it's actually a small little nonprofit down the street from our office here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a civic theater. It's pretty cool. And uh, our largest is uh, pushing 500. So, it's, yeah. uh, and we do a lot of clouds. We do a lot of cloud services as well. Cool. It's a, quite a range. The book is The Tech Multiplier. Yep. We've been visiting with Chris Weiser. He's the author and uh, really the the force behind it because it really uh, is a collection of the world's leading technology consultants and their opinions about a range of uh, uh, ways that we think about technologies applied to any size business as he does at his company. Published on Celebrity Press. Look for it there. Also, the website, www.techsquad.com. IT.com. That's TechSquadIT.com. That's the name of his company. Chris, great to visit with you. Thanks. Yeah, I really appreciate it. You can also hit my uh, personal website. It's ChrisWeiser.com. Uh, it's just my, my regular name. And then uh, the ITGuyMovie.com, which that one's pretty easy. So that's, uh, you can actually watch the video, watch the full bio uh, event online. And we'll go ahead and put those links on Small Biz America as well. Chris, good to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time today. Small Biz America. The Brain. Online at smallbizamerica.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.